What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome in as we are live on a Wednesday. Now, where is is Barrett not here today? Or I have no idea, man. I mean, okay. you know, he doesn't really inform us of what's going on. Right. You know, I mean, why would he? You know, what's no, the I, point? I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh... no, like we should just bring on Amy Fadul. Uh, for a good 20 minute session love it and just rag on barrett yeah because I, I i we know what she went through and we're going through it right now we're we are living proof yeah yeah no i i think it's amazing here that it's 11 o'clock in the morning and we have no idea mama brooks would never let us down she no. was the first person to comment right on the stream, 10.52 a.m. Exactly. Or eight minutes before the show. Neither one of our faces were even popped up here yet. We should just uh, have Mama Brooks be the Brooks on the show. More than okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I just forwarded the link to Matt Lombardo, who is scheduled to join us today at 11.40 to talk about that Giants brawl yesterday and also how their camp has been going uh, up till now. So we got that going. Mike K tweeted out that Nick Sirianni just unloaded on Jalen Rager following a second round rep, like yeah. legit tore into him. Look, I'm good. Sorry. Yeah, good. Yeah. But now I feel like everybody's just trying to now everybody's just trying to catch up to Joe Judge. <laughs> Is that what you think? Joe yeah. Judge set the bar? I, I think so. I think wow. guys looked around. They saw what happened. They're thinking to themselves, oh, man, you know, I need to set the tone, man. I'm telling you, I think that that is a subconscious hmm. sleep through right now. Well, we'll see if McCarthy follows suit in uh, with the Dallas Cowboys or Rivera down in uh, D.C. Well, I mean, is anybody really taking that Mike McCarthy guy seriously? But that's what I'm saying. That would be the ultimate test. If he went as far to go out of character and started to torch, let's say he torched Ezekiel Elliott. Right. You know, because he fumbled right. a ball in a in a rep. 
Yes. That would be awesome. Yes. You know, but did you see the Nick Sirianni? Uh, I guess he was down at Avalon. Uh, it looked like the that Icona Resort Hotel, and he was walking in off the beach, and there was a wedding party that was, you know, hanging out and having fun and getting ready to take pictures, I guess. And yes, he and his uh, coordinator walked through the lobby, and they were spotted, and they got uh, serenaded to the Eagles chant and so forth. And then there's one guy at the end saying, run the ball! Run the ball. <laughs> it was great. That's amazing. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Oh, my goodness. Kevin Kincaid's got some great stuff, man, at Crossing Broad. Oh, yeah. Look at yeah. that. What, what, what did he write a piece for you or something? No, now? I'm just saying like he's, he's always putting up this good, this good stuff. I tell you, you know who we need to have on the show from Crossing Broad? that is long overdue well both russ and bob are long yeah overdue, but wankel is is long overdue well yeah we used to have him you know, on regularly on our yeah. show down in south jersey talking baseball right and, yeah. and i think you know honestly we should get him on today might be a good day to get him on um bouncing around what we're doing depending on what pops from practice do we even know if barrett is on the show today or i is have no idea you know yeah. i mean you know I, I don't know why we would be informed anyway i mean we just got to do the show yeah, that's it. But yeah. I mean, I think at some point, if we know, oh, look, Tone says he's watching B. Brooks on NBC 10 right oh, now. Oh, okay. Well, okay, that's great. It would be yeah. nice to have gotten a text to say, hey, guys, you know, I'm doing the TV this morning. I'll hit you up at X time. Right. You know? Now, here's the thing. I just saw this on the stream real quick. Dwight Howard taking shots at Ben. That's from Jimmy Blues. Is, is that serious? Not Sirius XM. No, I don't have a subscription to that anymore. It I do not. All right, let me out. let me check because I that, I would love to hear that. Didn't here's the other thing that I saw yesterday that would kind of uh, dismayed me a bit is another shooting video of Ben Simmons going up against some you know five foot eleven coach uh, who's who's attempting pretending to guard him as yeah. he backs him down and then hits a turnaround. Yeah. Like, why well, is that supposed to do anything for me? Does he send that stuff out? What is that supposed to do? I don't know if somebody like, think about this. If I, if I were friends with someone who I know I could get a video of and then put it out on social media, I would do that to take full advantage of the clout that I could get. Right. Which would be retweets and follows and right. all this other stuff. So I don't know. If Ben Simmons specifically is like, yeah, yeah, put that out, man. Put that out. Put that out. Right, right, right. Or if Ben is doing something and and like the coach or somebody in there is like, All right, I'm, I'm going to get this out. And Simmons is like, man, we got to we got to quarantine this building again and get everybody the hell out. Like, you know, something along those lines to prevent leaks. I, I don't know what it is, but it probably lacks self-awareness if he's continuing to put this out himself i would i would yeah, uh, total least. total lack of self-awareness yeah i see ben uh, or dwight howard referred to ben simmons in an instagram post do you have it yeah well yeah we'll get to it we'll get presented by rocket mortgage home loans that fit your life rocket can live from the o'reilly auto Parts studios Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. Well, we are live on a Wednesday. Matt Lombardo is going to join us this hour from Giants Camp. We got Lombo joining us from Giants Camp before Barrett from Eagles Camp. That's right. the kind of morning that we're having so far here. 
but Ron Culver is back. I did hear his voice as I connected before we began. So I yes. imagine he was barking something at Jake Asman. Well, yeah, and, and that's what you do with Jake Asman. You bark at him. That's right. But he sent us a text saying, what's up, kids? I'm back. So it sounds oh, like he's fired up and refreshed from vacation. Okay, so real quick, I thought that was Barrett. No. Saying, what's up, kids? I'm back like at a, like 1130 or no. something like that. Oh, okay, so no, still no, no. nothing. Nothing. From Barrett today about him being out. Correct. Okay. Let's just hope he's okay, first and foremost, right? Well, he was on TV. He was spotted on TV. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. So that's beyond that. Right. right. Well, Ron is back. Ron, how was your vacation? Fantastic. I was up in the Rocky Mountains for about the past week and a half, so it was great. In Colorado specifically or? Yes. Or Canada. Yeah. No, nah, I spent Colorado. some time up in the, the Canada Rockies. So, in so. Vail. Okay. Oh, Vail. Look at you. How <laughs> bougie. Wow. Bougie. Taking in all the greenery. I didn't think you made it. Well, greenery in what in what sense here? I mean, they're still making snow up there in uh, August, right? Yeah, I know. Yes. Uh, you know, when in Rome, right? Correct. Correct. I didn't know you had the cash flow to hang at Vail. Like wow. That. Well, you know, there's Vail and then there's, you know, the other side of Vail. Actually, I was up there for my son's baseball tournament. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. It's, How did he play? Uh, he did well. Yeah. He, uh, you know, aside from all the hits and strikeouts that he gained, uh, pitching strikeouts, by the way. Right. Um, I think his uh, the 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 coolest part of the whole trip was he got intentional walked, and that was the first for his career. Nice. Now, what was the circumstance in, in which he was intentionally Two walked? Outs, guys on second and third, and he had already uh, already had an RBI double <laughs> earlier in the game, and the manager's like, "Nah, he can go to first. See, Harry, that that's a moment of pride. I can't wait mm -hmm. for my kid to experience, yeah. which is the intentional walk. Wow, I'm telling you. That's great stuff. All right, Culver's back. We might need to sneak in a fake news. We might. <laughs> I'm sure he can't wait to come back to work and help us out. All right, we're back in three on the network. Man, had a couple of parlays last night in, oh, yeah? uh, in baseball. Yeah, we went well, to the Braves. You had all those DFS lineups, too. How'd that work out? Well, FanDuel, I, FanDuel, I bet. Thirty-seven fifty for three hundred lineups, and I may I won like thirty bucks. Mm. So I lost seven there. And DraftKings, I put in seventy-five dollars of lineups to make one fifty or seventy-five dollars to make one fifty, and I won ninety back. So, hey, it's all about this. Is it, man? Like it's all about staying alive until you hit something big, right? Right, right, right. You don't want to be losing money, right? So, right. It's it's weird to draw a betting analogy, but it would be like pushing and pushing until you win a bet. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where where I am right now, whereas these guys at the site have helped me. It, it is like it is a completely I thought from fantasy football, it was simply like, yeah, we know the game. We're betting on the game. We know the lineups. We know who's playing like we know it to an extent. Right. A deep extent. Baseball. I'm not following this. Right. Right, you don't right. have to because I've got optimizers. I've got, you know, rankings. I have all these things that that we like. You and I could create right here a tennis lineup with that site, and I guarantee you that at the very least we would make our money back. A tennis lineup. No, no. You know what we're gonna do? You know what we're gonna? We'll do this. We'll do this. All right. We'll create a golf lineup. All right. All right. We'll do that. We'll create a golf lineup, 
Well, like and, a DFS thing? Yeah, a DFS lineup. I've already got one. Well, I know you do, but we're going to do it solely off of predictions based off of the optimizer and the rankings. Oh, okay. And just right. see how it does. Just see how it does. We'll enter it into a couple of tournaments. See how that plays. All out. right, I'm down with that. Now, I'm, you know, I'm going to send Barrett a text and see if he responds. Yeah, we need something going on here, right? Like, this is inexcusable. I mean, it's it, it's an... Is it an unexcused absence since he didn't run it by us? I haven't heard anything. Uh, we need a golf sharp, man. When's today's the day, huh? Yeah, well, the WGC starts tomorrow. That's what I mean. I was at this tournament two years ago. Yeah, that's right, Memphis. Yeah, it's a good one. It's going to actually be part of the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs starting next year. It's not this year? No. Okay. When does that technically begin? The FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, there's two more tournaments. Then that. Two okay. more weeks, and then that starts. Okay. I'm even going to share the screen here so you can see what's going on once we get to it. Oof. Yeah, man. Hit the Braves-Phillies money line. Braves game was over easy. But I, I had to sweat that Phillies money line out. Pushed Phillies minus one and hit Houston Plus one parlayed with the under nine in the White Sox game, which Jeez. man, that had to be a sweat. That was a sweat too. <laughs> but look, they you know the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So here's my hypothetical for you, right? I'm gonna lay this all out right now. The Philadelphia Eagles are five weeks, technically five and a half weeks away from the jump correct like from the start of the season is that right is that oh uh, yeah we're we are um less than six weeks away i'll give you the exact date here uh the cowboys buccaneers the first game of the year is 36 days and the eagles falcons that sunday slate of games is 39 days away okay so we've got preseason football things will happen this week correct yes. Correct. Things will happen this week. Let's not act like we're not going to have anything at all to talk about. But at the same time, Sixers are going to do something. They're going to make a trade. It may not be the trade we want, but they're going to make a trade. Something will happen. Mm -hmm. And then here comes this baseball team where all of a sudden, and I'm not buying it, all right? But at the same time, I think we need to at least present this scenario is what happens in a week? If we're gearing up for preseason football, mm -hmm. if we're dealing with the ramifications of a Harris or Simmons trade. Right. And this team is one and a half to two games up in the division. Up. Up. Okay, because they're one and a half games Correct. out right now, and they're out of the wild card, like seven, seven and a half. So you can kiss that goodbye. Absolutely right. This so is it's division or bust. Yes. And look, they have a pretty big series this weekend mm -hmm. as they're one and a half back against the Mets. They'll close right. out tonight against the Nationals who have just given up. Although right. the Nationals have put up the white flag. Okay, yeah. so beating oh, well, them, you have to yeah. beat them. You, you think, yet still we've had two sweats with this team. Wow, yeah, that's what I'm up. saying. The Phillies aren't that good. No, they're not. You're right. You're <laughs> right. Mean, only everybody got up. cranked up because they won three out of four against the Marlins after the break, and they beat the Cubs, I believe, you know, like a drum before the break, and it was yeah. like, wow, they're putting together a streak. Yeah, they're playing all the worst teams in, in the National League. Now, are you the Nationals are one of them. 
and they still make it difficult. Mm-hmm. And and I agree with that. Are you a fan of that movie Crank by Jason Statham? Crank? I ne- no, I never saw it. No? No. No, oh, come on, man. That's some homework for you. You got to go back. That's a, that's a top five Statham movie. Yeah? Yeah, Crank? I don't know if I've ever seen one of his movies. Uh, you've definitely seen stuff with him in it. Maybe not a Jason Statham lead, right? Like the transporter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The lead. Yeah, but you've seen movies with him in it. You right. I could pick him out of a lineup. Correct. Right. Correct. Okay. I would uh, know him if he fell on me. No, I think you you need to go back and check out Crank, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. Be, uh, yeah. I think you're you'll be pleasantly happy. With I heard it. that's bad for you. Well, it's bad for you, but it worked for Statham. Oh, so okay. It's, okay. It's, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those. Gotcha. But. Here's the point in that we're not going to be able to ignore this team anymore, Harry. At you don't some think? Point, now, maybe <laughs> they're going to demand my attention. Is that maybe, what you're yes. saying? Yeah. What if we do the old radio trick, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't want to talk about it, but I'll bring a guest on to talk about it. Right, right, right. We could put up about. a poll question saying, do you want to hear more Phillies discussion? Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. No, I, I think that would be amazing to see that. No. Did you see? So I got our boy Mo Dakiel and, and a couple of other people as well on this tweet. I, I felt bad now because I got Mo on this. But uh, our buddy Coggin Toboggan, yeah. who is also with Crossing Broad, sure. has the parody uh, podcast, if you will, called Let's Go to the Phones. Of course, mm-hmm. they don't take phone calls, but they make fun of everything right. that sports radio is and shouldn't be. So. They put a tweet out with the pick of Ben Simmons just about to shoot, right? You mm-hmm. mentioned the video. Well, there was a pick, the still shot of Ben just about to shoot that jump shot. Right. And they quote it saying, wow, maybe this summer he really is going to practice and turn it all around. Like, I saw know. that. Yeah. yeah. So right. I quoted it with this quote. It's concerning to me that he's out practicing in L.A., not here in Philadelphia. He doesn't get us. My nephew saw Joel Embiid shooting free throws at 6th and Lombard last week. End quote. Dash, 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 caller of the week. Yes. Yes. So, again, just playing into everything here. So, my buddy, our buddy, friend of the show here, great tape analysis, analyst, I should say, sorry. Mo Dakiel fell for it because he doesn't know, right? He just saw this and, and thought it was real. Shouldn't be concerning at all. So many players work out in L.A. during the offseason. Like, he legit was going He took it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love it, right? And I retweeted that. uh, And then people are are responding back and forth. Like, the people who understand it get it, right? And then you have some other people that are just like, oh, my goodness, I'm I'm baffled at at all of this. Uh, I saw this other account put it out here, uh, made for Philly. We all want Ben to work during the offseason. Now he has to work at six and Lombard for it to count. Some of your fans are something else. It's like being retweeted. It's being liked a bunch. Uh, fantastic. I mean, come on. See, now none of this would happen if you weren't checkmarked. If you didn't have that blue checkmark. No. You wouldn't I, be getting all this feedback. I think Coggin has uh, a pretty loyal following mm-hmm. if he puts something out where there's always like 100 or so people. So he retweeted it. And, and that's right. it. Because that account didn't even doesn't even follow me. Anything like that. So, I, I don't know. Just a, a little fun with that. Well, you, you talk about a little fun. Dwight Howard uh, put yeah, out an inst- yeah, he put out an Instagram post, basically saying goodbye to Philly and you know how he loved his time here. You know the fans, brotherly love, all that kind of stuff. Right yeah. at the end, he goes to my brothers. This year we came up short, but we had an amazing season. Thank you to the entire 76er staff. We'll always be family. And Ben. 
bend your knees with a bunch of laughing, crying emojis. Referring to the free throw shooting, I believe. Yeah. So that was the crack. Okay, so it was the free throw shooting mm -hmm. that was the joke. Okay. Right. But this so was taking like, it's taking free throw advice from Dwight Howard. Yes. Think about that. Look, honestly, let let's look at this. Give, give there's probably a short list of people that Ben Simmons can't take free throw advice from, right? Ben Wallace is one of them. Shaq. Shaq was better though. Shaq was Shaq better. better. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he got better. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure there's somebody in the 70s. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, I can't think of any brutal, right now, but right? yeah. Absolutely right. Not everybody was a shop shooter. No. They're contrary to Chris Russo. So uh, just as, this is amazing, man. Amazing. Now, I'm looking for any updates here from camp. I know that we're doing the show off the Internet, and that's a problem for some people, even though we're on technically the Internet and being broadcast out on the Jacob Media YouTube page where you should hit us up with a like. A subscription would be nice. That really helps the channel out exponentially. And the notification bill, so you're not uh, button, part of me, so you're not late for anything. And also live on Sports Map Radios, we are back with Ron Culver as well. But that's that's the thing is I'm just looking for any right. other video or anything else that came out. Don't want to bury what happened with Rager. And and look, you know, you said good right away. Like this kid needs a little kick in the rear. He does. Okay. I'm starting to come around on the coach a little bit. It's like I'm looking for reasons to embrace the coach before I see him coach his first game. And well, I'm not counting preseason games, okay? Before Atlanta. Okay, well, let me ask you that. Follow up on that, though. Yeah. If you don't dislike him, why do you need a reason to like him? Well, okay. I don't dislike him. I'm just looking, I'm I'm looking for more reasons to even like him. You know what I mean? Instead of just saying, well, I, I don't dislike him. I want to like him. I got to be honest. I don't know what this guy looks like. You don't? No, I mean, like, I, I've seen him. I've seen him on press conferences and stuff, yeah. but I saw that picture of him crashing the wedding. I didn't know which one it was. Oh, right. <laughs> well, it was, he was, I think he had a backpack on, like a book bag kind of thing, and he's got, okay. the, he's got the dark scruffed, heavy scruffed beard. It's almost like a real beard now. And then he pointed across the, the entranceway to one of his coordinators who was on the other side of the group of wedding people. Yeah. Now, I didn't know that guy. That guy could have walked right by me. I wouldn't have known him. But I can pick Sirianni. Sirianni walked by me. I know who he is. All right. Even in Avalon. Yeah, okay. Good for yeah. you, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm happy for that. I just, yeah. now, I just I looked up Artis Gilmore. Because I, I have Russo on the brain whenever we think about days gone by in the yeah. NBA because of the Havlicek thing, right? You know, <laughs> Artis Gilmore. Do you remember him? He was a big Absolutely. center for the Bulls for many years. Absolutely. Um, he was a career 69.8% free throw shooter. And I remember watching this guy. It was not pretty. No. But I will take Artis Gilmore's numbers for Ben Simmons. I would too. So that's that's a pretty interesting barometer to look at right mm -hmm. there. That's a pretty good job of on-the-fly mining of not bad. and information. Pretty impressed. I mean, he's no Artis Gilmore. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> oh, he's so great. That would be it. 
Simmons gets traded to Minnesota. Yeah. Right? And then Russo's blowing his <laughs> top because people are like, oh, the, the Wolves are a playoff team. Some idiot calls his right. show just to troll him. Right. Hey, Chris, you know, uh, I think that the Wolves can win the, the – that actually could be in the sixth seat this year. Hey, crazy. He's no honest Gilmore. <laughs> I mean, please. That's exactly it. My goodness, man. Oh, we got to get him on. That's I know. I'll, I'll I know. wait for Barrett to be back, though. And that's an ask. Have to make sure he remembers who I am first, but <laughs> we'll go from there. All right. Also, here, anything new from. Oh, geez. All right. I'm sorry, Ron Culver. You know, Ron's back. I don't know what's. I don't know what to make of this. You know, maybe we gave Sean Mapes too much credit because he was doing all these different things. Or maybe Ron is back to his idiosyncratic ways of producing programs. No, no, in all seriousness, I want to make sure that my mic is right because having anybody listening to me in its own right is difficult, let alone when I'm overmodulated or peaking. So let's look at anything that happened yesterday besides Kemba Walker going to New York. I think that's the big thing, right? Yeah, that and uh, Jimmy Butler getting a deal. Well, Jimmy wasn't going anywhere. No, right? I know, but now you got a you know, I got a deal. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I think that would be the one thing to look at. Would be what happens. Look, the Knicks, the Knicks are not going away, man. You know, Julius Randle disappeared, and it was one of the worst exits we've seen for a team that had some promise to make it to the second round. But free agency is definitely looking at. You know, trying to make a lot of teams better around Philadelphia. And look, Andre Drummond, I think, is going to help. Definitely going to help. Now, yeah. Lombardo uh, cannot do 1130 now, or 1140 now because Joe Judge is doing his live Zoom at 1145, and that's the first one post-fight. So he cannot miss it. So we're doing 1240. Why don't we do like 1210? Or twelve. Well, that might not be over by then. You don't think so? Uh, no. People are going to drag this damn thing out. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. So now we can, if you want, it's up to you. But we can get um, a golf sharp on at some point today and talk about the WGC. Now we can also talk a lot. That he also does a lot from a betting standpoint from the NFL. Right. So we can we can do that as well. You know, sure. I don't want to keep it, you know, 12 minutes on golf. We can talk some golf and then talk some NFL futures, especially with the NFC East and, and kind of how things are playing out here. Sure. But um, we would probably have to do that sooner than later. Right. Uh, yes. OK. All right. So I can send a text out when we break, which is what we're going to do now, mind you. So leave us a like if you just popped in. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. We're live and local from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. The Middle is sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. We are back in three. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say... But as I always say... It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. 
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, nothing back yet. From, from Barrett? No. No, I sent a text saying, hey, Barrett, where are you at? Nothing. Um, and, and Ron Culver can confirm because he's on the text. He is. Yes. Now, I'm reading Jimmy Kemsky here. You talked about uh, Jalen Ragor uh, getting an earful from the head coach, Nick Sirianni, today. Apparently, he got it twice. He got it from another coach, too. Really? Uh, yes. A position coach, I assume. Kevin Petullo re uh, reamed him out first before Sirianni came over and gave it to him. So Sirianni came in from the top rope after he had already been body slammed yeah. by uh, Kevin Petrillo. Yep. How about that? Absolutely. Piling on. <laughs> This is amazing now that Rager is the focus of uh, the what what was happening was he dropping foot do we know what led to this at least with the Ralph Bacchiano tweets we knew exactly what happened 
with the uh, see now I get animated again. I'm going to get a text from Ron. I got to put this mic back. I apologize. But we know exactly what happened. Right. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Play. I, I don't know. I mean, Sirianni was a wide receivers coach. That's how he he earned his bones. So right. you know, maybe that you know that particular position. It's sort of like uh, you know uh, Saban with the defensive backs. Like he coaches the defensive backs. Like that's his thing. Yeah. Even though he's the head coach, so Sirianni's going to be he's sort of like a quasi head coach, wide receivers coach too. So I think he's going to be really hard on. I like the fact that he's riding this guy. Yeah. This guy needs a big year. He does, and I, I don't know what the expectations are. Like, what is a big year? He's a guy that we really haven't talked about specifically. Like, you're right. He's part of the narrative. He's part of what this Eagles team offense can be, even if they're not great, top 10, top 15, whatever. He's going to be part of the productivity on the field. But we don't really lay out what we expect from You know him. why? Okay. You know, because they drafted Devontae Smith. That's yeah, why everybody's everybody's distracted and enamored as they should be with the with the Heisman Trophy winner that we for, we sort of forget about. Rager was a first round pick last year that was picked instead of Jefferson. Correct. Okay, so this guy, I mean, I, you know, he can't help that the that Jefferson was still on the board. That's not his fault. But there's a lot riding, I think, on this kid this year to really sort of prove, like, hey, uh, he was a he was worthy of a first round draft choice now what are those what does that translate to in numbers yeah i mean you know i would say what would you say four five six touch four or five touchdowns i don't know 600 some yards would that be acceptable not really not when justin jefferson's gonna light it up for maybe double that yeah i know but i think Devonte smith is is the number one target here but would that be a baseline like where you'd be like okay is that where we start? Like, I can't expect this guy to go out there and have, you know, 10, 11, 12 touchdowns. That's, that's to me, unreasonable. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think that you have to ramp up. Well, see, here's the thing. Does he get, I hate to use the term pass because it's not going to be a pass, but does he get a year of a learning curve? Like everybody probably should with a new offense, new coach, mm. new system, all of this. Right. I mean, like, isn't is it, is it is it not unfair slash hypocritical to lower the bar entirely for the offense and the team as a result, but still have such a high bar for Jalen Rager? Right. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, it does. I, I see what you're saying. But I mean, four or five, five touchdowns. Is that too much to ask? No, I, I think that's a sweet spot right there. But again, it's going to look, everything is comparative by nature, mm -hmm. right? So a good year for Jalen Rager, meaning like a good year individually for Jalen Rager is not going to match up with a good year for Jefferson. No, we, no, no, I agree with that. Yes, but yeah. there are a lot of people that will expect yeah. Or they'll at least limit this conversation, the parameters of it right now, and say, yeah. well, five touchdowns isn't going to get you Jefferson productivity. He's no. not going to get no productivity. Which like is why that. they should have taken Justin Jefferson. But uh, um, no, if you're expecting that, I think you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah. All right. Let's just look at him because I, I forgot how much he had. All right. He had seven touchdowns last year, did Jefferson. 88 catches, so a lot of productivity. 1,400 yards. 
That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that offense was top 10. Yeah, two top 10 receivers, at least from a DFS standpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean, that... that yeah. Wow. Yards per reception, almost 16, 15.9. Yep. 16.9? Yeah, 16.9. 15.9, I'm sorry, 15.9. Almost 16. Almost yeah. 16. Still, it's, yeah. you know, it's a hefty number. Yeah. Woo. 125 targets. He caught 88 balls, was targeted 125 times as a rookie. You'll never get that from Jalen Rager. Yeah. Ever. Which is okay, though. Yeah, Bruder's right on the stream. Rager won't be at 1,400 yards after two years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. But look, I think that if we have hindsight here, it's about knowing what happened with Brandon Graham and how for years a lot of people in this city just simply ignored the talents of Brandon Graham because he wasn't a safety. Right. Everybody wanted. Right. And it took years of even Graham outplaying his first round tag for people to finally come around. And it was mm -hmm. ridiculously unfair and absurd for Brandon Graham to go through that. It wasn't his fault. Point being is that, look, if Jalen Rager has 850 yards to 900 yards receiving this year, targeted a bunch, scores five to six touchdowns, I don't think about Justin Jefferson. You well, know, he's not the first name that I think. No, no, look, I think you you've got good productivity for a second year wide receiver who's dealing with a second offense in as many years. Who's not Justin Jefferson from the jump. We just said that, right? Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> right. And I mean, Rager had 31 catches last season for almost 400 yards, 396. Let's just say 400 yards. And yeah, but that offense and that, and I'm not excusing it, Harry. I'm just adding context. That was an abomination. It was, time. it was. So, I'm, but uh, that leads me to my question. Like, what are you saying that he played 11 games? So yep. he didn't, you know, um, say we get 15 games out of him. Can you expect 65 catches? Uh, look, I think there's an interesting comment on the stream that I want to get to Harry in response to what you're talking about with the data. Mm-hmm. No Brooks, maybe Culver can step in. Maybe we can call in the righty and he can hit us up with a fake news because I know that's something he was missing a ton oh. on vacation back in three on sports. Now. A scheme team puts this up. I think yeah. Fulgham will have a better year than Rager. I, I, I am inclined to believe that. Yeah. And look, I, I understand Bruder follows that right up with he may not be catching balls in practice, but he has tape and he's shown tape last year that he could shine through a bad offense, right? Like yeah. Sirianni well, doesn't come into this season saying, well, let's, let's look at everything that happened last year and hold these guys accountable. He looks and probably is laughing at how bad this Eagles team looked on tape last year. Yeah. I mean, Fulgham had 38 catches. I, I'm going to say most of those were in his first couple of games. He got right. out to a big start. But then he disappeared on right. tape because the Eagles didn't play him as much, didn't throw to him as much. It's not like he couldn't play anymore. Well, I'll just look at this. In week two, three, four, and five, okay, he had 13, 10, 11, and seven targets. 10, 6, 5, 6 receptions. 
He had 152 yards, 75 yards, 73 yards, 78 yards, and then he disappeared. Like to eight yards, eight yards, 10, 16. Yep. I mean, nothing. Right. And I, I think, again, the context in that is you had a quarterback who didn't know what the hell he was doing. You had a backup quarterback who was really shaky after his first start and a half, if you will, and an offense that ignored Fulgham. Now, again, I'm not explaining or excusing a way that Fulgham should have had a thousand yards or something crazy like yeah. that. What I'm saying is that, man, come on. There's a lot of context that I think, but look, he still had moments of shine. And that's yeah. where I think he comes back as also, here's another thing we have to factor in. Fulgham stepped into the role that Devonte Smith left open with the injury. Yeah. Either that already or out there on the field, either that or the giants uh, figured out from the, the first time that they faced him. Uh, Cause they were the team that first started to shut him down. after the Dallas game Correct. and realized, Hey, this is what we can do to take this kid and make things really difficult for him. Because from then on, he was nothing. That was it. Yeah. Giants faced him twice in three weeks. Yeah, man. We we didn't know that. So now we get a text, 1140 here. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Uh, on NBC 10. Now, where was this text at 9 a.m. today? No idea, man. Boy, I'm, I'm telling you, I was an offensive line coach. I would ride Brooks. I would be, I would be like Howard Mudd with the whistle right up in his grill. Is, I mean, like, seriously, what? This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Ah. All right. Well, it looks like I, I don't know how long this hit. What's going on on NBC 10 right now? Who knows? Are they right. doing some live thing down there? I, I could. With like you. John Clark and Barrett? I couldn't tell you, but Zangaro. Yeah, I guess it would be Zangaro, right? It's not Barkan. He's doing Philly stuff. Okay. Philly's post game, he does. So he's he's you not. Can't do one, you can't do both. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Well, apparently he's out. So we go from there. I don't know if Barrett's coming out or not. Well, now Tone just says he's not on right now. They're showing the local news. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I love how people are, are scouting this and keeping us informed. I agree. Um, <laughs> I mean, was there any kind of communication with Xander, perhaps? Zero. Zero. I, I don't know. Uh, you know. I don't know. That maybe. Well, we didn't get anything in the private chat or anything no. like that. We didn't get any nothing. email or text ahead of time. <laughs> you know, I got I to gotta go to the hospital. You gotta, uh, what are you going for lunch? No, maybe you never know. <laughs> At least I'll send a text. What do they got today? Salisbury steak? No, that's come on. That's not drive to a destination and eat material. Salisbury steak is trash. Salisbury steak, like you order Salisbury steak, just leave. Seriously, like where? That was the staple TV dinner because that's what they used to call yeah. them when I was a kid. Was TV dinners? You had the little tray and you'd sit it on a little, uh, you know, expandable tray in front of your television. And it was always Salisbury steak, 
some kind of mixed vegetable medley, a little medley, and then some sort of like au gratin potato. Right. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then maybe a little fruit, like some sort of apple crisp. I I thought you were gonna go the staple of meat served at ship because we got Salisbury steak served like every third day at Gettysburg. Well, yeah, and I used to work I worked for a year in the dining okay. hall up at oh, Shippensburg. That must have been an experience. Oh, it was awesome. It was great. It's a great way to meet girls. Yeah, I'm sure. And you just right? go clear their table. You know, you, you had to wear the it was Kreiner Diner was what it was called. We called it the Kreiner Diner. It was Kreiner Hall, I believe, at Shippensburg. Okay. And you'd have to wear, you know, the uniform, which was the white T-shirt with, uh, I think it was the Freshy Company, their logo, because they did the food. And then, of course, you had the, you know, the paper hat, sort of like you were working at McDonald's, you know. And, uh, you know, I picked up women wearing that. Now, think of the game that you have to have to pick up women in a freshy white t-shirt with a paper hat on. Okay. That's what you would have. Yes. To work with. Yes. Look, that That's like running a race with your shoes tied. <laughs> yeah. And sort of like, or, dr or driving a beige Ford Fiesta since right. you were 17 years old. Okay. Correct. So Barrett just sent us a text that has the text from rich at NBC 10. Okay. But uh, for helping us out at 11 a.m. today. We want right. to make sure you're all good. That was at 9.35. I think he, so why wouldn't he send us that? He, I, he's probably under the, the, the idea that he did. But we didn't get it. Nope. No. Nope. Wow. Wow. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Priorities. And I I get the priorities. Oh no, you just got to let us you just got to let us know. Yeah, you would let us know. That's of course all. I would. You know, that's all you'd let us know. Latest MVP odds. Rodgers is at 1000, Brady at 1200. Hmm. Mahomes still at 500. Yeah, Man, I'm saying that so Brady's a bad Mahomes. bet. Yeah, I think Mahomes is too to be honest. Yeah, it's Rodgers all the way. I Rodgers would have So think about this. The difference between what Mahomes would have to do to live up to the expectation of being better than everybody in the NFL, mm -hmm. which he is, but again, this is like the fatigue that Jordan, LeBron, others would have to deal with in this ridiculous sure. world, versus the benefit, if you will, that Rodgers will get. Meaning Rodgers could probably have like a top three year and still win the MVP, Harry. I don't know if anybody else could have a top three year where they're like two guys statistically ahead of him mm -hmm. and you can still say, no, 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 he's the MVP. I don't know if you could do that with Mahomes. I feel like Mahomes has raised the bar, set the bar for himself so high, he needs to have 50 touchdowns to win this, know. this year. No, you're right about that. Rodgers, you know, 35 touchdowns, not many picks. All of a sudden. The other guy, what is... um. What is uh, the Buffalo quarterbacks? Josh uh, Allen. Josh Allen. Let me, I just had those three, but let me pull them up here across the board so we can look at it. He is, he's got some value to him, but to be fair, I, I mean, think of what scenario would have to happen here. Well, I mean, he, he'd he have could... to be the, the best quarterback in the NFL, right? 
Like he couldn't be the third best quarterback in the NFL and win this thing if Mahomes and Rodgers are ahead of him, could he? I'll, uh, I have it right here for you. No. No, I mean, but I, I think he could have an, an unbelievable year. Oh, no. I like, do what not did he have last year? 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He's plus he 1,100. Almost 670% completion, 4,500 yards. I mean, let's say he tops 40 touchdowns and throws, you know, for 5,000 yards. Well, I need to know what Rodgers and Mahomes are doing. Yeah. I mean, what happens if Matthew Stafford throws for 5,500 yards? Uh, Yeah, exactly. That's why I was interested in him a couple of weeks ago. I think he's going to have a great year. Right, right? I like the Rams. No, I I think that the Rams and Matthew Stafford at plus 1,600 is a decent outside bet. Russell Wilson at plus 18. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible. Look, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, uh, you know, if you have some change lying around, it's not a terrible bet, although I just don't know how many years in a row this guy can keep bulldozing. But it's not a terrible bet to take the first non-quarterback on the board, especially because it's the guy who most likely will once again lead the league in rushing, right? I'm not going to take Derrick Henry. Yes. Yeah. Although there's only 500 points different. Derrick Henry at 3,500. Mm-hmm. Boy, could you imagine if Deshaun Watson was traded somewhere and he just exploded? Mm-hmm. He couldn't win the MVP, though, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> NFL wouldn't do no, that. No, probably not. No, that's not a good look. <laughs> Are we done taking Lamar Jackson futures? He's at 1700 for MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Dak Prescott, 1500. He was lighting the league on fire. Harry, he, before he be comeback player of the year. It's interesting. You bring that up. He's at plus 165. I'm not going anybody defense over Prescott. Who else is in that? Well, McCaffrey sits at four. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Now, what about Joe Burrow? Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is at 400, and I wonder if Burrow just has this amazing year and there's, like, no other way to acknowledge it outside of giving him this award. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I think there's a reason why Dak is the odds-on favorite for this. You can pretty much take Wentz off the board here at plus 900. Yeah, plus it's pretty – everybody pretty much agrees that Dallas is going to make the playoffs. Correct. Nobody's saying Cincinnati's going to make the playoffs. Correct. That's a great. No, nobody's really saying Carolina either yet. No, although they they could be sneaky decent mm-hmm. if they figure something out on offense, especially with Darnold not asked to throw for five thousand yards. Although I saw yesterday, was it was yesterday or the day before that Coach Matt Rule threw a player out of practice. Maybe Joe Judge went off on his players because he saw Matt Rule throw a safety out of practice after he took a late shot on one of his wide receivers, Keith Kirkwood, who went to Temple, by the way. Right. And Kirkwood had to be carted off the field. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what's the damage? That rule doesn't play, man. No, what's the damage on that? I don't know. I don't know if there's any extensive okay. damage, but he, he had to leave the field on a cart, which is usually not good. Never. Never yeah. good, especially like practice where you know you got a couple of guys who can help 
you walk it off there. Now, would you would you be interested in coach of the year? Yes. So Flores is at twelve hundred. Oh, Shannon, that's right. That's a good one. So here's what I would look at. Okay, Kyle Shanahan is plus thirteen hundred today, right mm -hmm. for coach of the year. He's the second odds-on favorite I see at Fox. All right, so you could probably find it elsewhere. Maybe there's a better value for it. That's fine. But plus thirteen hundred. Let's just say you really like that. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco gets a lot of guys back that are that were hurt last year. They have uh, Garoppolo back. They have seven different running backs. They've won, if not the best tight end in football. I know Kelsey and would say otherwise, but still, Kittle is an absolute monster. All mm -hmm. right, follow me here. Follow me here. Let's let's take Kyle Shanahan to win this award. If that's the case, then we might as well take a long, hard look at the Niners winning the NFC West, right? Because chances are that yeah. Sean McVay or Pete Carroll would get a nod if they won. Sure. Oh, all right, so the Niners now, plus 200, all right, to win the NFC West. We should also take a long, hard look right now at Jimmy Garoppolo winning comeback player of the year because – no knock on the rookie, but Trey Lance ain't leading this team to 13 wins and uh, the head coach winning coach of the year and then winning the division. That's just not going to happen in this league. Mm -hmm. So Garoppolo would have to have a pretty damn good year in order to do that. Meaning if Jimmy Garoppolo is still here and this thing plays out, which is the only way this thing plays out, not with Trey Lance, you might as well take Garoppolo at plus 1600. So you're stacking here is what you're doing. I am doing. stacking. Yeah. Now, let's yeah. say $50 is a unit. That's fine. You could parlay this, by the way. <laughs> you know that. A $50 parlay will win you $35,700. Wow. I don't think it's happening, though. It's not happening. Yeah. But you want to be in the game. <laughs> All right. Here's an update on that uh, Panther situation. The reserve safety who hit Keith Kirkwood is JT... IB, I-B-E. He was waived yeah. shortly after he delivered the illegal hit to Keith Kirkwood's head that sent the receiver to the hospital in an ambulance. Uh, Kirkwood was released and diagnosed with a concussion, so they cut the safety. Ah, okay. <laughs> and that makes a lot of sense, right? Wow. A lot of sense. Because you know that if it's a starter who's owed millions of dollars over the next three or four years, nothing's going to change. Mm -hmm. But if you're accountable or can be held accountable, that's what you can do. Yeah. Uh, Rule was saying uh, the, the hit was completely unacceptable and it's not what we'll do. Yeah. I get it, man. Like yeah. we, we've seen this a lot. This is, this is unfortunately the most concerning element of camp here because that kid's trying to make the team. Right. And he's not doing it to be a jerk. Real quick, we're going to break real quick. Pardon no. me on Sports Map. We'll be back in three. Actually, back in three on Sports Map Radio. Still live here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. We'll break on the stream here before the top of the hour. So keep it here on Sports Map Radio. I'm sorry, you were saying no. But like that kid's trying to make the team. Right, right, right. right. So it's it's just this. He said he's not a dirty player. No, he's not. I, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Look, I don't know him, so maybe. I, but I feel like young kids or guys that are 
brought in as camp bodies that still think or have or told they have a shot. Right. This is a game where trying to make an impression. He's trying to knock the ball out. It's really different. Yeah. It's tough. Unbelievable, but not necessarily in the sense of from where I am, at least, and from where you have been and, and so many people have seen this play out. It's the most concerning because it's the most volatile element. Yes. Now, Barrett's recent text leads me to believe that he's going to be joining the show at some point. Why? In the second hour. Um, he says, we can discuss later. So I'm assuming that would be on the show. Right. You don't take it that way? I think he's heading home right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, again, or maybe he meant phone call. I don't know. Well, we got Lombardo at 1240. Right. He says he didn't even get the link the first time. Must have gone to his spam folder. Come on. Stop. Spam folder from you? Or did yeah. you DM him? No, I sent it. Uh, I emailed it to him. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure that this wasn't his end around of being like, nah, man, I lost your number. No, nah, you know, no. Better not be. Right. Or he's done. Exactly. Exactly. Now, the new piece is out here on uh, Philly Voice. Oh, yeah, yours? Yep. 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 And this is on, is this the Bryce Harper thing? No, 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 no. Uh, that was shot down by. Oh, really? By Matt. Yeah. How come? Because it's Phillies? No. Not, well, I think that just, you know, you go with what hits, right? So the Eagles and, and to a lesser extent, Simmons stuff. Simmons can be so timely in, or anything with the Sixers. But my idea, I, I think, could have been misinterpreted. And that's what the concern was. So that's why I, I, I agreed where it was like, I wanted to be different and cool and out there and do something in like Bryce Harper POV as we talked about. But right, right, right. It could be easily misinterpreted as like attributing quotes or feel or something to to Harper. So it just it, it wasn't a good enough idea for me to then counter and say, all right, let's do this. Let's do that. I was just like, you know what, let's let's roll with this hurts thing. So. I just gave it a retweet. Oh man, you're too nice. I know. I still don't have that blue check mark. I'm still waiting. But that's all right. I know we don't talk hockey, but did you see yeah. that Evander Kane story? It's amazing. No. Oh, yeah, about betting? Yeah. O'Reilly Auto Park yeah. Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, our second hour will begin shortly. And then from there, I guess Matt Lombardo at 1240. Does he have it? Uh, I forwarded him the link. He should have it. He's uh, dealing with Joe Judge right now. And apparently, I think I think Barrett will join us at some point in the second hour. But uh, do, are we going to have a fake news from Ron Culver? Because we haven't heard from Ron since we threw that out there. We'd have to ask Culver that specifically. Didn't I just do that? Well, I was giving him time to like get to the mic. I was killing time so that there wasn't an awkward pause, man. It's it's called a pregnant pause. Right. Jim Rome invented that. 
Yeah, it's hard yeah. to hold off. Actually, I don't know if Jim Rome invented it. I want to say no, William he, Shatner. Oh. Yeah, but Rome from a radio standpoint, like no music jock could get away with a pregnant pause. You turn yeah. the radio off, right? Right, so right. The first person that I ever remember as far as a pregnant pause was Joe, was, was Rome. Right. On the radio. Well, then also Bruno would do it when a caller would call in and say, Hey, Tone, how you doing, man? Let yeah. me check. That was the beautiful, that, you know, and, and, and working with him, you had to leave that go. Like he said, let me check. And you had to be quiet. It's like Chris Wheeler with Harry Cows. You just stay away. And then beautiful, man. And then you could talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let the suspense build. How many? Yeah, and and look, man, you don't want to step on that. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if you know, if you and the masses want a fake news, we can do a fake news at twenty five. Okay, let's let's do it. Why not? Okay, it might only be one story, but we you know we, we'll do a fake news. <laughs> Honestly, man, we can do we can just do. How about this? All right, let's do a fake news centered around your trip. Oh yeah. Okay. One story is fake, the other are real. How about? How about? Yeah, sounds good. All right, I'm with you, brother. Nice response from our buddy Jeff Kerr, CBS Birds 365. Appreciate that, Jeff. What on your article? Yeah. Now he's a writer, so right, right, right. That means a lot to me. I am no writer. We're back in three across the board. Second hour coming up now on the middle. All right. We'll see if Barrett is in the house when we're back. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Wow. So Barrett sent Xander a text at 11.47 a.m. that he's on at 12.10. Wait a second. 11.47 a.m. today. Well, yes, because that's when Xander put it up in the private chat. So I don't want people thinking that he was late. I was late in reading it. Oh, Barrett's going to be on today on, on this show in seven minutes is what? what you're saying. But why wouldn't he tell us that? Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. We should just talk golf when he gets on here. We should. As punishment for failing <laughs> to communicate. <laughs> really, man. <laughs> now, what's Lombo doing here? What do you mean? Is he coming in? Yeah. He is? Not supposed to be here till twelve forty. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there anything else you got besides the damn uh, fight? Well, I mean, overall, just observations, questions about their camp, the quarterback Saquon. Okay. I'm not touching Saquon in fantasy, by the way. No? No, I'm doing a, a show a little bit later today, specifically designed of guys you do not draft. Is that an awesome-o show? Yes, it is. So these are fades, uh, fantasy fades. Fantasy fades. I like that. That's yeah. yeah. Um, let me try to think. Would uh... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's myself and Ben, Ben Ross on there. And right. I, I can tell you, so we have all of them in here. Two, a quarterback each, a running back each, wide receiver each, tight end each. Cam Newton's a fade, right? Uh, not, not so much. Well, yes, I think he's a fade, but he's not like, so you want to find a guy who is either like super popular or high draft and say it's not worth the value. It's like laying 200 on a bet, right? Like, you're you're not going to get the return of investment. What about Cousins? See, Cousins, I think, is the opposite. I think or, Cousins is a sleeper because he's fallen down a lot on draft boards, and he's just consistent. And he has got Matt throw. Ryan. Matt Ryan. See now, again, Ryan's draft is so low. Oh, it is. That okay. you're t- yeah, the two guys we have are Matthew Stafford and Hertz. Oh, okay. Because Stafford is taken so high, running backs are Jacobs and Barkley. The middle starts now on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, we are live now, second hour on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Live back with SportsMap Radio. Ron Culver has promised us a fake news Culver style. Not Culver City, but Culver style. And you are floating on air starting hour number two, my friend. What do you mean? And I can tell. Because you got yourself a bravo from a fellow writer. Like like a real writer gave you a bravo on your piece on Philly Voice. Like a bravo. Yeah, that's that's, you know, you don't just roll out. You don't just throw bravos around. No, it's exactly it. And I'm out like I've checked out now. Yeah. For the rest of the show. <laughs> well, supposedly Barrett's going to be checking in at 1210. Now, Tone has set the odds on Barrett joining the show before or after 1210 on the dot. <laughs> Would you take the over or the under? Um, I would probably take. The under, because I think I think Barrett probably drove home a little uh, a little amped up. He probably was well over the speed limit. Okay, to get home, the grandson, uh, you know, boss lady might have wanted to grab his attention when he came in the door, and he's like, "No, no, 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 I got to go downstairs and log in." Correct. So I think he he would tend to come in a minute early rather than a minute late. Now I have breaking news, Harry. Are you ready for this? In the world of what? Me. Oh. My first appearance. QVC. Has been scheduled. Oh, oh, oh must see TV. Now, what, when, what day, what time of day? Sunday morning. <laughs> All right. I'll be on the Sunday, Sunday mornings with Pat and Dan. Oh, so <laughs> Dan Schwartzman? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, tell me more about these lights. 
Sunday morning, that is a giant program because you have to understand, wow. like, where people are up, right? A lot of people in the older demo, they're up yeah, early. Yeah. This is, uh, this I'm is in that big. older demo. You are? You'll be yeah. up early. The show ranges from 7 to 11, so I'm not sure the specifics, but okay. uh, back in three on Sports Map. I'm usually watching Premier League if I'm up that early on a Sunday. Oh, man, this is great. Wow. Pat and Dan? Pat and Dan. Pat, Pat, Pat. Do we have you, Pat? I thought that was uh, Tom, Tom. No? Was it Pat? Schwartzman did it to a guy named Pat once. It's hilarious. Okay. I've just confirmed a QVC on-air guest. I'll be there at 7 a.m. Now, I'm not sure if I, I can't imagine I'm on first. Now, do you do this from your house? Absolutely, bro. Okay. And, and what do you have to wear? This. I'll have the hoodie on. Yeah? No, no, no. no you're going to wear like a suit or like a sport coat, right? No, no. I think no? it's Sunday mornings with Pat and Dan. on. A, I'm not going to do a sport coat. <laughs> I'm going to do a nice golf shirt. That's what Oh, I'm okay. Doing. Yes. I'll do a nice golf shirt. And, you know, from there, I think we're in good shape here. 12.09 and no Barrett yet. Looks like I gave him too much of the benefit of the doubt. Well, it's only a couple of seconds over. So Tone will tell you it doesn't matter if it's one second or one hour over the overhits. Right? Did I say that to myself or? No, you're right. Oh, okay. Big Daddy Graham had a, I, I know, I'll steal that from him every now and again, where he would say something to somebody at 3.30 in the morning and that person was just incoherent or didn't hear it or something. Right. No response. He'd, he'd follow up with, I said to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I said to myself. Oh, oh. he's an amazing, <laughs> amazing character. <laughs> oh. oh, this is great. I get Jeff Kerr giving me shouts to end the first hour on the article. And now here we get the first QVC. I have to shave. I have to whiten my teeth. Wow. See if I can do that Hollywood diet. Maybe drop an extra 10 pounds in two days. Yeah, how do they do that? Is that just a fasting thing? No, you drink some elixir. Oh, to make you uh, it's almost like you're getting a colonoscopy. Exactly. I think that's what it is, except yeah. they label it a different way. I put my shake up today on my Instagram. Now, what is it? It's, uh, I've been doing this for two and a half years. I usually do it like three days a week, usually when I'm playing golf. Uh, coconut milk, ice, Greek yogurt, flax seeds. A uh, big tablespoon of flax seeds, two big scoops of the orgain protein powder, spinach, blueberries, banana, ground turmeric, and cinnamon powder. Nice. Yeah. Put it in a blender. Tastes good, too. The cinnamon helps. The cumin, though. Is that no, not cumin. Not cumin. Okay. Cumin would overpower it. That's what I was going to ask. No, turmeric. There's really not that turmeric. much taste. Yeah. I got those confused. Live Sorry. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. So the over has hit. Yep. I gave Barrett way too much credit. It was supposed to be twelve ten. It's currently twelve twelve. Still no Barrett. 
Mm. Now I'm going to have to go up and get the kids soon. So Mm -hmm. instead of pushing this thing to another 15 minutes or so before we break, if Barrett is here, then I could just quickly run up and then pop back on. Right, right. But uh, he's, you know. Did he get detoured to a White Castle? People are wondering on the stream. Could be. Yeah. And I read uh, that they don't, they, they do not give out franchise. Uh, they don't award franchises to people, which is no? interesting. No, How do you get one. Then? The only way, well, you can't get one. The only way that you can be involved with them is if you have real estate and they, you sort of give them, you know, go into it with them I with did? the real estate, but you don't own the location or the proceeds. You just can be a real estate partner with them. When you mean them, you mean corporate? Yes. Okay. So they're essentially going in. Now, what's the payout here? Is it 50-50? Well, I don't know. It's just some sort of, I don't know if there's a rev share. They just rent. Maybe maybe they rent from you or you sell them the real estate. Yeah, I think that's, you know? that makes some sense here. But I just, I wasn't sure, you know, which one it is. All right, here's Barrett. There he is. 12-13, right on the dot. <laughs> Man, this is absolutely crazy. Crazy. What NBC crazy? 10, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, we I had was... no idea you were out today. Yeah. Well, it mean, me neither. <laughs> you didn't? No, no. I get a call and uh, I, I shot you guys the text. I, had to, no, I get a oh, call. You didn't shoot us the text. You just no, shoot. no, no. I shot you the text of you know, what happened this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so get up. Shave my head, everything. Uh-huh. You know, you know, I wouldn't shave my head for you guys, but I had to shave no. my head because I was on NBC ten. So Rosemary, I was on with Rosemary today from from eleven to uh eleven forty five. Yeah, who's Rosemary? She um she, she's NBC ten um uh, anchor. Oh, I don't watch the news, so I don't, I don't know these people. <laughs> yeah, so the big boss, one of the the other big boss, uh, you know. Said it's time to come in, so I, wow. I, had to, I had to go straight to camp. I had to give a camp update. All right. So, what stood out today? Like, what was the, what was the number one thing today? Because we heard that Nick Sirianni gave Jalen Rager an earful. No question, and he needed it. You know, what I mean, he didn't execute. You have to go out there if you're doing something. You got to execute it. You know what I'm saying? And if you're executing it the right way, after he told you what to do, and you still don't execute, it, of course you're going to get an earful. I mean, even yesterday, the same thing. Yesterday, he had to stop. And um and 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 um and and you know with the offense to make sure they got on track, mm-hmm. you know it's always going to be a situation where the defense is going to be a little more advanced than the offense start when they start off early. So what but was it a bad that, route? Did he run a bad route? Did he drop the ball? Like what what specifically did he do wrong? Well, that's what I'm saying. He, he ran a bad route. You know, okay. you know. So you got to make sure you cross your t's and dot your i's. You know, and you have to take care of the intangibles. Mm-hmm. The intangibles of, of understanding, all right, if you need to break it off at 12, you break it off at 12. Don't break it off at 13 because now, the, you know, the quarterback timing is messed up, right. which makes the offensive line timing messed up, you know, which which totally, you know, takes away from what the play is. There's certain landmarks that you got to hit. You right? have to. You know, yeah. if, you're supposed to, if you're supposed to stay on the on – the, on, you know, if you're supposed to stay in the seam, stay on the seams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, if, you pr- if you're trying to press that safety, you got to stay on the seam. You start you know freelancing and they're gonna throw a pick. And that's what happens. Is and that's that what, what happens? <laughs> and, and 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 look, and and you know, if you if you look at what happened with Carson last year, mm-hmm. a lot of the times, you know, yes, Carson was bad. You know, he was definitely bad, held the ball too long. But a lot of the time those young receivers put him in a bad position because when they were supposed to break it off, they didn't. 
or if they were supposed they, you know, if it's a hot route, you turn around, look for the ball. As soon as you see somebody vacate the area you're in, you mm-hmm. got to turn around, and look for the ball. Because if somebody vacated that area, that means they're blitzing from that area, and they're going to throw. You, you're supposed to throw into the blitz, so you got to turn around and be ready for the ball. If he's not ready, then you know it looks like Carson messed up on the play. But yeah, you know, we, it's, you got to get on him, man. We I was reading that the position coach, I guess, first got on him, and then Sirianni came over and piled on wow. from the top rope. Well, you got to, man. Yeah. You got to, you know. I mean, because it's a young team, you know. Yeah. And I was talking, you know, I was talking today. It's so many first impressions that are going on on, on the field. You know what I'm saying? It's the first impression right. as far as, you know, showing the coach you can do this. The first impression as far as offensive line blocking this or defensive line, you know, working this move. So many first impressions. And you never get, a, you know, another time to have a first impression. Well, you know, with all these guys being new and a new system and everything, there's going to be a lot of those. You don't want it to be negative. You want to go in it with positive – you know, because if he can't trust you, he can't play you. And All right, if he can't now play, we, you're not gonna get paid. Aton and I, since uh, he was part of the news today, we're talking about what is a what is a reasonable expectation for Jalen Rager in year two, but year one with a new coaching system, you know, new staff and a new essentially quarterback. What is a reasonable expectation for a first round pick? Six balls. Um, I mean, 60 six balls, touchdown. 60 balls, okay, 60, 60 balls, catch. 800 yards, over 800 yards, mm-hmm. and at least, at the very least, six, seven touchdowns. Wow, six or seven. Yeah, six or seven. Okay. Now, that's for a first-year guy. I'm talking about, you know, he was the first-rounder last year, so it, right, mean, it should but, be more than that. But Aton made the good point that this is sort of starting over with a new staff and a right. new quarterback, you know, new other wide receivers. It's kind of like, yeah, it's his second year, yeah. but it's – yeah. But but you, know. you got to look at this all. The reason why I said just eight hundred sixty balls and you know six seven touchdowns because he also has another guy that's going to be a, a big chief in there. Smith is going to take away a lot of his production, also. Right, right, right. So I mean, it, it, it's it's more so it's more so that you know he's going to have to share the rock. That's all. He's going to share the rock. But there's nothing wrong with that because the offense will keep it going. Mm-hmm. Now, if he doesn't get this route running right, they'll just they have to play him in a limited capacity. Right. What I mean by limited capacity, they have to just game plan him, and it's hard to game plan just one guy when you got, you know, ten other players on the field. You can't just game plan one guy. All right, we want Jalen Rager to get the ball. Not when you have weapons out there. You mean you got Ertz on the field still? You got Goddard mm-hmm. on the field. You got, you know, you got Smith on the field. Those guys, you know, they want carries too. You mean you look at, you know, the backfield. You know, Hertz is going to take up a lot of those carries because you know he he can run the ball. You know, and, they, and they're going to expect him to do that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it may be, you know, going to somebody specifically, but it hurts might take those reps because, you know, it might be a situation where he sees something that the receiver can't see and he takes it. You know, they probably play man and everybody's back is turned. Then he takes it up the field, you know, gains the first down. Those are all things that have to be calculated with with with, with uh, Jalen. But Jalen has to make sure that he gets in where he fits in. You know, it doesn't help that he he flunked the, uh, the conditioning test. What is your hierarchy of, of wide receivers? Smith? Yes. Fulgham, Rager. I'm gonna go Fulgham Smith. Oh, Fulgham Smith. Fulgham okay. Smith, then Rager. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, Who then Ward? Ward too. So, yeah, that, that doesn't give me much hope. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, He's trying to set a fantasy lineup right now. No, right, I'm, right, not, right. I'm not at all. I'm just listening. <laughs> That's all. I, I just I have zero hope in that that group. In this mm-hmm. division, at least, not much at all. I think you could bank on. That's well, was there any discussion down there amongst whether media folks uh, about what happened at Giants camp yesterday? 
Yeah, well, they talked about it a little bit, you know, getting feisty. Yeah. Uh, one second, guys. I, I got to take care of bit. One second, please, please. Sorry about this. One second. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this might be. You should have gone up and gotten Teddy in the first couple of minutes. Seriously. Oh. Uh, John Lynch quoted Garoppolo playing his best football. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, trade me. Offer Let's me see. something. Let's see. Yeah. He hasn't been traded yet. Oh, yeah. And speaking of that, I saw yesterday, I think I, I bookmarked it on Twitter with a, a like so I could go right, back go and ahead. find it. All right. Uh, my boy, Philip Rivers, is actually was asked about possibility of playing somewhere next season. Sam Farmer from the LA Times. Okay, very respected, uh, longtime Pro Football Hall of Fame award winner, Sam Farmer, said Philip Rivers to, to the L.A. Times, quote, I'm not predicting I will play in December or January, for that matter. One, you've got to have somebody who wants you, and two, it's got to be right, but I have not completely ruled that out, end quote. Like I said... He's gonna be he's gonna be back with him. Either, either that. I also heard a rumor that um that uh they might be trying to go in and um cherry pick one of those quarterbacks up with the Steelers. The Colts are. Yes. Oh, so they don't like, have much to give up. What so, Haskins, Dobbs, or somebody like that? Uh their their second team, what's his name? Um Rudolph or or Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, yeah, yes, yeah, Mason yeah. Rudolph. Oh wow. Well, I mean, that's trading for a backup quarterback who could be the starter next year if and when Ben's and Ben Roethlisberger leaves. So what does that tell you if the Steelers would be willing to part with him for probably next to nothing? I mean, the Colts mm -hmm. don't have a lot to really give up right now. Guys, well, I heard it was a fourth rounder. What's that? Word is a first, a fourth rounder, a, a fourth, fourth rounder. rounder. Yes. Uh, as high as a fourth I'll rounder. believe that when I see it to be right <laughs> for a backup quarterback. Yeah, well, you know the need I don't is know there. If he's a fourth rounder for Jalen Hurts right now. The need is there. You, you, you mean? I mean, remember what the um, what Howie Roseman was able to do with with the um, a quarterback and, and get a first rounder, which which allowed them then to to go out and get um, Carson Wentz. Well, I, I mean, if you're looking at if you're looking at taking advantage of somebody going down like hurt wise right away, I I think that you could look at. Sam Bradford with more as look, not by a ton, but Bradford was a starter in the league. Right, right, you know? right. And, and Bradford was still well, so, so was Rudolph. Barely, though, right out of circumstance. Right, right. That's all I'm saying is that you may be right. Maybe it's a fourth rounder. And and I, I just think that man, don't you think they could get a better quality quarterback if they put like a third and a fourth together or something like that? Um, I, I then I Rudolph. Don't, yeah. I don't see. Yeah, but see, I don't see. I don't see teams right now that that really have that convenience. You know, I mean, look at the quarterback situations around the league. I mean, they're, they're, quarterbacks aren't a premium like they were like two years ago. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that are going to get paid a lot of money simply because there's there's not a lot of guys around that could really come in and 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 
be backups. I it's mean, it's really a, a tough spot too because very tough. If you want to wait, wait it out for at least two weeks and see how Carson's you know progresses after the surgery for a couple, you know, for let's say let's say two weeks gets you to week three of the preseason, and you're like, okay, he's, he's looking pretty good. Maybe he's going to be back sometime in September. Let's just ride it out with what we have. You know, well, yeah. or as opposed to wow, this looks like it could go closer to the twelve week time frame. We don't really like what we see in Easton. We got to go get somebody, but then you bring them in, and then you have such limited time yeah, to get them ready to get them ready in your system. You know what I mean? It's really it's brutal. Well, look at uh, for instance, look at Houston. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor's the starter, right? Davis Miles is the backup. Jeff Driscoll. Come on, man. You mean you? So this this there's not a lot of guys out there. No, that can really fit the bill of being a guy that can come in. Now, when they're talking about a starter, they're talking about somebody's going to come in and start immediately, right? Because they really don't have anybody at this point that can come in and play. And the expectations of this Indianapolis team, they're in win now mode right now. They're in win now. Yeah, their yeah, defense is playing at a high level. It's it's risk reward. You can't be right. in win like no team is in win now mode starting Mason Rudolph. You're taking yourself out of win now mode, right? Well, the, but see, there's there's no other. I'm, I'm trying to think of a quarterback right now that can come in and fit that bill. What I think they would rather go with Eason than go with Mason Rudolph at this point. Hmm. Eason, and here's why. All right, we'll break real quick. All right, we're back in three. Barrett's in the house. We're going to take a break before Lombo comes on on the stream. So back in three on Sports Map. Like I, I think at this point, the Colts have the benefit, if you can even use that term here, of not being a week out of the season, not being to that point where you need somebody that's ready right to now. go. Yeah. Like Minnesota's situation. Right. With were... Yeah. So, so I honestly, man, I would, I would not be shocked. I'm not saying that this is what the Colts want, but I would not be shocked if they looked around and thought, you know what? Win now mode is put on hold as a, as a whole. So let's not give up a fourth rounder for Rudolph. Let's just start Eason. For a couple of weeks, see what we got. Look, that schedule is a massacre waiting to happen the first five weeks anyway. Right, exactly. And that's going to dictate a lot of what they're going to do also. I mean, that schedule is – I mean, that's, that's pretty tough. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, it. I'm, I'm look. I'm trying to find a there's, – there's not really a lot of backup quarterbacks that you can really look at. I mean, I, I even went to, as far as look at Seattle's backup situation. You know, Geno Smith. Stinks. <laughs> he's been Next. in the league how long <laughs> Next. <laughs> right you know so yeah. I, mean, I mean where would you, you find a, somebody could you honestly make a trade right now for Jameis winston Ooh. no because at this point down i don't think i don't think that same situation is all the way um it's fixed not either uh, right it's not it's not a solid situation it's still exactly fluid. exactly you would Taysom Hill is just not a starting quarterback. No matter how hard, you know, uh, no, Sean Payton wants to make him, he is not, not a be the every down quarterback. No, no, no. Way. that's what I'm but, saying. Though. No way. Like but looking see, at it from that standpoint, they may they may look at it the same way and say, well, you know, we've got two quarterbacks. Look, the the bottom line is that Taysom Hill's not going away. He signs a contract. He doesn't sign that contract unless Sean Payton continues to try and force him on the field, which we know just from watching him ain't going to work. Right. So that might be an excuse for Peyton to look at it and say, hey, man, this is now an opportunity to to ju- look it, the ask. I'm not again. I'm not saying that the Saints are waking up today and saying, you know, we got to trade Jameis Winston. But I'm saying that if you're the Colts, 
and you're starting to throw around mid-round picks, why not pick up the phone and see if a third and a fourth could get you Jameis Winston? Would you guys do that? If that's all a, it a took third to, and get, a fourth? to get you Jameis Winston for the year. Yeah. <laughs> In a New York minute. I mean, I that's probably your best option, right? But I still don't think that I don't think the Saints would give up James Winston for or a second and a third. A I can't see it. Whoa, a second and a third? No. Second is, second is big money, man. You just well, a second is really big money. But you I mean, Taysom Hill is just not a starting quarterback. Like I, I, I actually went in and I was thinking, all right, Lamar Jackson, and then I'd put Hertz. And then I put Taysom Hill. Hmm. And, and what I'm saying, the playing ability that they have, he fits right in between the both of them. Hmm. He's not as athletic as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a Jackson, but he's probably the same as Taysom Hill. But I think he has a better arm and more of ability to be a pocket passer than Taysom Hill, but not as good as Jackson. So I say he's right in the middle. Now, those are two franchise quarterbacks right now, if you look at it. So at this point, you know, you got to look at Hertz as being a guy that could be a, a, a franchise quarterback. So that second round pick, by the way, would not be until 2023. Yeah, 2023. Right. Yep. Um, in which they would have most likely one or the other of what doesn't happen this year. You Nobody's going to trade a first round pick, so just kill that by all, right. all means. But I think it had some future picks into this. You probably like what about Garoppolo? We just talked. No, about just Garoppolo. about to say Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, if they went ahead and played Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo would be the uh, the guy that I would say. I mean, because Josh Rosen is their backup there. You know, he's he's been on a world tour. You know, he got drafted by Arizona. Stinks. Yeah, exactly. Went to Tampa Bay, couldn't win a job, and now he's with the 49ers. I thought he'd be pretty good too. Me too. Uh, so Me too. Well, Cal Berkeley. I'm on the hook with that. <laughs> Rosen? No, he went to UCLA. UCLA, that's right, UCLA. Yeah. Um, but a Jimmy Garoppolo for a second or third? I, I can see that happening. I could definitely see that happening. I can see them pulling the trigger on that. Now that is going to take a little more currency hmm. at the point. A second and third. Yeah. A second and third. So uh, that the culture in the bad position, I, I really think they're going to try to, their best to get Rivers back, and I think, he's good, I think he is going to come back. You guys want to put a bet on it? No, I would. Well, then do it. You don't need yeah, a book. How can, how can you? How can you? How can you? There are odds for that. No, it's look. You've been warped with this new legalized betting to where you have to race to some book in order to solidify <laughs> a bet. You know, a thousand years ago, Barrett, people were making bets without a Bet Rivers app. All right, it's the old-fashioned way. I'll bet you. You do this. I'll do that. You get that. Don't I? Don't know. Maybe we do an old-fashioned bet here. Oh, yeah, old-fashioned. All right. What, what a, a hundred push-ups in an hour? I think I could do a hundred in an hour. Well, 30 minutes. Well, 30 yeah, minutes. That, now, okay. Now, now you're getting to like yeah, 30 point. minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes. A hundred push-ups is a lot, bro. Money at this point. But, yeah, could, <laughs> we can do that. You know, one, you know of our, one of our listeners just uh, had a hole-in-one, his first hole-in-one. Oh, get out. Mike Ranny. How do you know that? He sent me a text. Oh, well, with it, the ball well, in the hole in, included in this. Well, because he listens to the show. Sometimes right. he's on the stream. Wow. 18th hole at Bella Vista. A little par three downhill. 
Uh, it's up near Gilbertsville. It's up near where Kincaid's from. Okay. Originally. Now I have a yeah, question for you. Yeah. What what does the nature of like what is the line of the hole in one that we can celebrate? I tell you what, let's do this because celebrate anyone. Okay, so I'll give you an example. But Ron, I know you have the the Culver thing ready to go, so we can do that as well as um, get Lambo in here too. But here's what I'm saying. All right, there's a municipal pitch and putt down the street from me here right alverthorpe park is what it's mm. called not too yeah. far maybe 10 12 minute drive it's a par three pitching putt right if i'm pitching from 90 yards out on hole four and i ace it do i celebrate that as a hole in one well that's what uh, i'm saying no, now like, i see what you you're saying bar? well no i think you have to be on a legitimate golf course like it can't be a pitching putt or a par three <laughs> course okay there's such thing as a par three course yeah yeah, it's yeah, kind of like a, in between, if you will, a pitch and putt and a real course. Right. To where you can use like, you know, you'll, you'll probably have a hole or two where you could use like a nine. Right. Something like that. Um, That's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, th those have been you out. You get in and out. Yeah. But what? OK, what about this? What if I'm on the course and um, just to speed things up, I'm playing with the, the people that I'm playing with are hitting from the whites or the reds, which is the mm -hmm. women's tees. Right. And I'm like, ah, you know what? I'll, I'll play from the women's tees today just to have some fun. Mm -hmm. Do I count that as a hole in one? Yeah, but you got to, it's a from the women's tees. So oh, no, it's, exactly it's got right. an asterisk. Exactly right. I, <laughs> I put I, an asterisk okay. into the record book there. Okay. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> Barry, you and me think alike. Right? I wouldn't even care, you know, man. A hole in one is a hole in one. It's just like if you play from the, from the red tees, you got to post your score from the red tees. Sure. Yeah. Look, I'm about to start playing from the whites, which is in between the reds and the blacks where I go, and just, just to make me feel better mm. about the number. But then again, I mean, that's not going to do anything for the handicap. Right. So Joey B has to be a nine-hole or 18-hole round on a course. Now, there's mm. a rule. I don't know if this is universal, but there's a rule at the place where I play that if you hit a hole in one, it doesn't count unless you finish the round. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. Okay. Okay, I hold didn't on, know the universal thing. Adam's exploit says that um, Crescent, which is a five minute walk from my house, that's right near where you live. Yeah, five minutes from my house is a is a um, it's one of those type of courses, a par three course. I didn't know that. Well, you know, I've never you, played there. You could also just Google par three course, and it will automatically by you pop up. Wow, I might have to check that out. I might I might play. I, I'd probably be more of a player then. If I knew it was a par three course, we're well, still going to have to drive and you're still going to have to hit shots. 190 at a fescue. <laughs> I, I don't, I wouldn't mind that though. But par yeah. three course, it sounds like it'd be a faster game. I tell that, you what. That's my only reservation about yeah. playing golf a lot because the game is so slow. Mm, not with me. We, we, get, we play two and a half to three hours. Yeah. It's three hours. Fast. I can, I can I've never played a round of golf that fast. Oh yeah. my God. I tell you, it, it's got, to, I know that everybody says, oh, you have to go out there. You have to enjoy yourself. You're out there for the day. Uh-uh. Golf to me is now way more enjoyable if we're speeding through it mm. than just, well, like, I don't the, even want to meander anymore. Those are those guys that just are using it as six hours away from their wives and kids. Right. right. I don't need well, see, that. Right. Well, me either. See, you know, My I'm, wife's on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> she's over there in a 14 tall. Yeah. You know, she's probably whooping your tail. She'd probably yeah. be whooping my tail. You know, no, it's no problem to it. She would be. 
I'm being Grab told to get out of the house and go specifically <laughs> there. So, yes, I'm going to take advantage of it, too. Is your so, dog back in the house yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Still uh, so you bit. don't have the release of going out and walking the dog after the show. No, but. That used uh, to be a nice thing for you. Yeah, that was a nice <laughs> thing for him. Pop an edible or two. He'd take the dog out. He'd get on the phone. Fire out a couple texts. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Lombo says he's there. Yeah, I see him. All right. I'm trying to avoid the awkwardness of what happened with Sealski yesterday. Gotcha. Did 
This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. And yes, as you are live on the stream on the Jacob Media YouTube page, you can see our buddy, Matt Lombardo, from Fansided, National NFL Insider, joining us on Sports Map Radio as well. And, well, we know how your day went yesterday. You, Ralph Macchiano, and everybody else, all of your colleagues. I'm sure Jordan Renan was up there hanging out. Oh, like, yeah. Your colleagues got a front row seat at the brawl of – the last time we saw a fight like this was in Manila. All right? <laughs> Either that or Vince McMahon set it up. What the hell happened yesterday, secondary to first and foremost, how the hell are you, brother? Good to see you. What's going on, boys? Thanks for having me on. I'll say this. My day sure went a heck of a lot better than Logan Ryan's, Evan Ingram's, and the rest of the Giants. My goodness, I've never seen anything like that covering an NFL training camp practice. And I think I tweeted this yesterday. I go back to the days of covering the end of the Andy Reid era in Philadelphia, Chip Kelly, Doug Peterson, Pat Shermer, and now Joe Judge. I've never seen anything like that in terms of how a coach handled his players yesterday. It was certainly bizarre, some, certainly something I've never seen before. Uh, but as Daniel Jones said afterwards, I think the players got the message about that fight yesterday based on what happened afterwards. Wow. Well, you know, obviously, uh, Daniel Jones, your franchise quarterback, at least for the rest of this year, on the bottom of a pile like that, that had to be what, you know, really set the the, the coach off, right? I mean, if, if Daniel Jones isn't at the bottom of that pile, if he's standing off to the right, does, does Joe Judge, you know, do what he did yesterday? Yeah, Harry, I'm not so sure about that because we know that Joe Judge runs a physical camp. We know that everything about this camp the last two years has been all about fundamentals and playing sound football and all of that. And just before jumping on with you guys, you know, we had a chance to talk to Joe Judge and he basically said that the reason they ran three sets of 100-yard gassers, the reason that they did you know, two sets of 10 push-ups, the entire team lined up on the goal line in between them is because in a game, that's a 15-yard penalty and guys are ejected. Now, it certainly doesn't help that Daniel Jones dove into the pile after the fight started and wound up on the bottom of it. And that's when, you know, the coaches jumped in and said, whoa, 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 we, we got to stop this right here. Uh, but, but I think that the punishment would have happened either way. And, you know, we've seen it last year when there were a couple of scuffles or, you know, some hits to the back of the head or helmet to helmet hits where judge had, you know, kicked the player out of practice. He came out and flat out said today, they kicked the entire team out of practice yesterday, that they had 25, 30 minutes more of stuff they wanted to get done. But after that fight, the message was, Hey, if you're going to fight, if you're going to, you know, do things that hurt the team in a game or potentially cause an injury, we're going to throw you out. And that stands for the whole team, you know, doing 100-yard sprints and push-ups and then sent to the showers. You know what? I mean, I've heard of fights in, 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 in camp, um, practice. I'm you sure know, it happens. You know, right? Grown men, you know, I mean, it's, 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 you know, I've been in my fair share of fights. But to that magnitude, I mean, is it is it is it because of – them being an undisciplined team or, you know, what do you think it is that, you know, what you allowed this thing, a culmination all to happen is it because of practice so physical that, you know, they just need to blow off some steam or what do you think was the major cause of it? 
Yeah, Barrett, I think, you know, you've played in the league for a long time for a couple of right. different franchises, you know, at least from the outside, and I'm sure you'd agree with this, teams really take on the mentality of their head coach. Right. If you watch Joe Judge and a Joe Judge practice for 15 minutes, you'll probably hear 150 F-bombs. You know, you're probably going to, you know, see guys that are sent on running penalty laps for making mistakes. You're going to see last year at least. Well, see, that, see that's training camp running that's a call for them. Yeah, yeah, that's they're a call of. Yeah. I never heard of a coach making guys run at the NFL level for for stuff like that. You know, that's yeah. that's done on a regular basis. A guy jumps outside to hit, hit the track. Oh, every time. You know, you're late to jump in on a substitution. You're you're running around the perimeter of the field. But I guess what I'm trying to say here is the, the teams take on the mentality and the persona of their head coach. And Judge is one of these old school, tough as nails you know, run a brutal camp type of coach. I think the Giants are taking on that personality. Uh, but just as, as a funny aside about the the laps, I think it was Monday this week, Nick Gates, I guess maybe the starting center fumbled the snap or there was a false start or something. He takes off and runs a lap. He gets halfway around the perimeter and the coaches are yelling, Nick, Gates, 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 get back, get back. We need you for the next rep. So obviously <laughs> whether Gates did that on his own or the coaches did it, Maybe Joe Judge, maybe Jason Garrett, maybe somebody should have run a penalty lap for sending Gates out there without having the backup ready to go. It's like Willie Mays Hayes doing push-ups in the middle of a game after he knocks a pop out right above the catcher and he just starts trying to hit the deck and doing push-ups. What's going on at Giants camp here? Yeah, it's crazy. And, and you know, I think that the players – make a lot less of it at least publicly than, than we do but you talk to sources around the league and, and they've never seen anything like this it's it's harry high school tactics it's what yeah. right. coaches do right. um and, and maybe if you gave these guys sodium pentothal you know truth serum maybe they'd blast their head coach a little bit but at mm -hmm. least publicly they all say the right things um last year they were they, they played physical and last year they were one of the more competitive teams down the stretch we'll see if that translates this year but it's certainly an unorthodox way to running running a training camp based on what i've seen in my career so just following up on that is this something that you think is going to be the norm not running gassers at the end of practice but the way in which Judge is handling players, the way in which Judge is talking to players, and the reason why I ask this is because you know how this thing's going to play out if they're en route to a 4-13 and 13 season, 5-12 and 12 season, where all of a sudden you and others are going to be reporting about how, man, this thing fell off weeks before it actually did. So he runs a really right narrow line here of setting the tone and being in charge to pretty much allowing vets to kind of have that turnaround if things don't play out well. Yeah, Eitan, I, I kind of thought that was going to be the case last year, right? I, I thought when, when you show up and there's no names on the back of jerseys, when coaches are running laps and players are running laps, you kind of had the sense, what is going on here? He's going to lose the locker room and lose the team before week one. But, you know, you look down the last year, they go out on the road and they beat Seattle. You know, they beat Philadelphia or they beat uh, Dallas in week 17 to put themselves in a position to win a putrid division race. I would have thought if he was going to lose the room, he would have lost them last year. So I don't know that he runs that risk so much this season unless things just completely go off the rails early on. Um, but even then, I think the scapegoat in that case is the quarterback. 
based on all of the investments the front office made with Kenny Galladay and Kyle Rudolph and Kadarius Toney, that if things fall off this year, I don't think it's Joe Judge who gets whacked or gets the blame. It's having two first-round picks in your back pocket to go and trade up for the top quarterback in the draft or trade for an Aaron Rodgers or trade for a Deshaun Watson that would be the big move to try to maximize all the talent they have there. Well, you kind of answered uh, a little bit of my next question. You got to follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Lombardo NFL. It was Daniel Jones. I mean, what this is a huge year for him. They they go out and get him a bunch of weapons. They've been drafting players. What is the reasonable? What is the expectation for him this year, as far as you know, numbers go, or is it playoffs or bust? What 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 are the expectations? Yeah, I think Harry, it's finishing above five hundred. I think it's significantly cutting down on the turnovers. I think he had something like twenty-five turnovers a year ago in a seventeen-game schedule with the weapons they've now put around him. If he doesn't have some sort of thirty-five touchdown, ten, eleven, twelve interception type of a season, if that's not the benchmark, if he falls short of that, if he only throws eighteen touchdowns and sixteen interceptions you're going to start looking a little bit cross-eyed here because Mm -hmm. he's this number six overall pick in the draft, a pick that wasn't made by this head coach or this coaching staff, and you're armed now with the the draft capital to go and get his replacement either via a veteran or the best player available in next year's draft class. So I don't know that it's playoffs or bust because this is now a pretty competitive division, but I think it's above 500 or bust. It's significantly cutting down the the turnovers or bust, and it's just showing – that you're the franchise quarterback. It's like the, the Supreme Court's definition of pornography. You don't really know what it is, but you know what a franchise quarterback is when you see him, and you need right. to see that from Jones this year. Look at no that. Question. Wow. How long you had that ready? Right. You're mixing <laughs> like pornography and football. I mean, I've worked with you. And is he playing to his audience here or what? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe to you, Harry. <laughs> well, you know, for, as far as veteran leadership, who, who would you say is the veterans on that team? And, you know, how much influence do they have? You know, when you have a coach that are running guys like that, it doesn't sound like you have some veterans. Like I, when I was playing with the Giants, I had guys like Strahan. Strahan totally, you know, canceled a practice, canceled the entire day. We didn't even have two-a-days that day. He canceled everything from meetings to everything. What type of veteran leadership do you have? And who's the guy up there or guys up yeah. there who say are? What's really ironic, Barrett, is I think that, it was two of them that started this brawl yesterday. It was Logan Ryan, the defensive back, hitting Evan Ingram, the tight end, in the back of the head from behind. I think that that's what really sparked this. And all of a sudden, you have guys who are protecting the offense and the defense. But I think big picture, you know, Blake Martinez, the inside linebacker, certainly one of the Love more vocal yep. and respected leaders in that locker room. You know, you look at a guy like Leonard Williams, a, a quiet lead by example type of guy who says he wants to be more vocal this year. And you look on the offensive side of the ball – It has to be Daniel Jones. I think he commands the respect of his teammates, even if he's not that rah-rah type of a guy. And then Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, and Saquon Barkley, I think, are the big-time leaders on that side of the football. But again, none of these guys outside of Logan Ryan and outside of Blake Martinez really have much postseason or Super Bowl experience. So you can be a leader. But, you know, my experience being in locker rooms is that if you don't have that track record of success or those Super Bowl r- rings Cache, on your team, yeah. I, I don't know how much that voice carries. Is that- wow, somebody's getting a lot of text messages. got to be Lombo. Right Lombo's right. phone yeah. is blowing up. <laughs> He's the only one that's in demand right now. Are any of those texts coming from your fellow son twin? Uh who we, we'd like to get you to. We'd like to reunite the son twins on this very program. Dude, Not what a show guy. that would be. I what know. A show that would be. 
Yeah, Stazak. Yeah, Stazak and Lombo. <laughs> Can that happen? I, I think that at this point in the summer, I think Stazak's shirt is about the same color as Barrett's shirt that he's wearing right now. <laughs> you want to talk about sunflits? I've been down the shore, but man, my, my guy Joe, uh, you know, he looks like a, like a leather football by the time he's. <laughs> Love him. I'd love, to, I'd love to get a show with, with Joe and I and the four oh. of us. I mean, that'd Bro. be a radio oh. I've ever Dude, I, I never will forget listening to you guys on like Sundays or some driving around and you go on this big soliloquy. You know, you carefully like set up do. your you can't you set up your whole argument with bullet points and you're boom, 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 boom. Then you turn it over to him and he's like, Well, uh, yeah, I agree. You know, or whatever, like three words, and it's right back to you. And I can just see the steam coming you out of hear your it. head. You can hear it over the airwaves in your car. slamming the headset down like, come on. Lovell, you should have saw him, man. I mean, during this COVID time, oh, my goodness. He went into a, a, a dissertation. It was a Sunday. It was It was so intense, and it was all over the place that I had to call him while he was on the – I had called him on the radio. I said, like, "Bro, what are you? What the hell so are you doing, on, man? On the you radio. need to stop." The, yes, he was. He was talking about things he shouldn't have talked about. He <laughs> talked about race, politics, the church, everything, and just. I'm like, dude, you can't do this. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't do this. You should have just called in as a caller to derail it. And then you no, have to take said, the phone call. Then he asked me to hop on. I'm like, no, I'm not hopping. That's career <laughs> yeah. suicide. Yeah. I mean, was, I, I couldn't believe the stuff he was saying. Those were some of the most fun days of my career, working with Joe, <laughs> working with Aton and Harry and you, Barrett, just, just chopping it up, laughing, having a great time. Yeah. I'm glad to see you guys kind of reuniting <laughs> to an extent doing this and, and putting out great content as always. All right, real quick. Hold on. We got a break on the network. We're back in three on Sports Map Radio. Yeah, I that was something else, man. Oh, that's great. What's that? The the Joe just like uh, now look, a, a Lombo's got a jug, a water jug oh, yeah. almost as big as yours. I do. Let's see that thing again. Fiji. 50 ounce Fiji water. Is it's that one Fiji. and a half? Fifty a uh, dollar ninety nine at Whole Foods. It's the best deal in uh, in water. <laughs> no, so you're a golfer too, man. You know that's all these two talk about is golf, yes. man. They talk about betting, golf, golf. Still golf this... invite from Harry. I keep hearing about this great country club. He's a member. Yeah, of. You, you know it's a long list, man. I got you know, one at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know, Aton's oh. making his QVC debut in a few uh, few days. Aton, right? Sunday, Lombo, yes, yeah, Sunday. You got to tune in to QVC Sunday morning. What are you What are you selling? What are you hawking? A uh, pair of motion sensor lights. <laughs> so they're awesome. Please. I got two of these. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. So. You can. They've got a battery here. You can put them on your car. You can put them on right. a fuse box. I actually use them here in the studio, where I can turn the lights off, and it saves tons of batteries. Well, uh, are you going to be live out in your driveway, like oh, showing live. these I'll things how they work? Yeah, I'll be live in my studio, man. Oh, okay. You, is this like your product? Like, did you patent? No, this? no, no. There's a there's a long like standing brand called Tops, and there's a new spinoff brand called uh, Home Three Sixty Five. So I have this. I just did something, uh, a call this morning for razors. It's basically an electric razor. It's got three different things. So the brand is designed to provide stuff around the house, right. in and around the house, just to kind of like make life easier. 
the best part about it is it's the highest paying thing I'm doing by a mile <laughs> for, for six minutes of work. I need your agent. I mean, you got you got to hook me up with your agent. Man. No, 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 no. This is this is real stuff, not sports radio agents. Sports, ra- <laughs> sports radio agents. What you need to do is you need to hire somebody who has a connection with the radio station. So no matter how bad of a talent the people who came before you are, you'll still get a plug at that radio station. That's wow. the key in sports ma- sports radio. That's is that right? Is. That's why I'm getting out of this business. If you haven't seen, is who you know? Is who you know? If it's it- Ridiculous. If, yeah, if you don't if you don't bet, I don't have a snowball's chance right now, man, because I'm not yeah. I'm not a betting guy. So my career is like I don't know, man. You know, I I don't bet, so I, I mean I don't know how else to make future, money, man. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. So they're teaching me slowly but surely. Hey, if you hang me. with these hang with these two long enough, you'll you'll become a real degenerate real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I was a degenerate before it was cool, right? Before it was legal, right? <laughs> Where it was a legal thing to do. We have we have had everything. We had a I think yesterday was a hundred leg parlay. Did you had a hundred? It was a hundred leg parlay you was going for, or a baseball bet you had going on, wasn't it? Yeah. How'd you do with that? Uh, different uh, fantasy lineups. Oh, oh that's DFS. Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> hundred fifty. Three hundred. Well, one fifty on DK. Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. So Lombo's still hanging with us. Those are just line like those. I got in uh, the twenty five cent wiffle ball and the five cent you know pitch hint whatever it is so it's 25 cents an entry or five cents an entry and you win it you win uh, 300 bucks or a thousand bucks something along those lines so you know you you do the math at five cents an entry 150 entries is what seven dollars and 50 cents right so that's nothing Right, to right. win three hundred dollars or five hundred dollars, depending on where it may be. So yeah, but that's nothing compared to your Russian ping pong obsession. Well, betting that's right. Russian ping pong. Oh, you don't know about that now, Lambo. That's You're just not... being up at night taking yeah. advantage of value. That's all, and <laughs> watching this thing play out. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's all it is. Yeah, that's all. Russian ping pong, Lambo. You 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 in with that, man? <laughs> What's you know that? what? If if you can bet on it, I'm I'm not surprised that Harry and Aton are all. Over no, it. I'm not. I'm I'm not involved with this. Well, here's the thing, you know. I and I just saw this on I don't know who it is, Sports Illustrated or somebody, somebody that you don't work for, an outlet that we all don't work for, put this out where it was like, you know, like some betting guy for the Ringer or some NFL guy for the Ringer is calling out betting preseason football as oh that's degenerate. And like I get it from the layman, where it's like, oh, you're at the jet, you know, Barrett making fun of me for betting preseason football. I get, but anybody who is in the betting world making fun of you for betting on far less sharp markets mm-hmm. is an absolute idiot, right? And shouldn't even be paid attention to. Like you, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to go to DraftKings or FanDuel, which is advertising every single possible place, and expect that they're not the sharpest lines with the sharpest bookmakers out there. Yeah, I mean, we have it's a partnership with FanDuel and FanSided, by the way. Oh no, oh, no, yeah. and I'm not. That's right, they're everywhere. I'm not everywhere. knocking yeah. either. I'm, I'm just saying, like, as a better, you can't expect to go in there and get the best possible odds or a break when they're advertising across the board outside of sports as well. We're seeing on the stream Lombo top five guest. Uh-oh. How about yeah. that? How about that? Are you going to hang for a couple or you got to go? What's your deal? Yeah, I actually have a meeting to discuss yeah. our betting partnership and my role in it. So that, there you I, go. Maybe you can respond to my damn email about something going on. Too. <laughs> yes, I know. 
I'm still waiting for the response from their end. I didn't want to play forward it over at least. Card, you know. <laughs> but this has been fun, boys. Really appreciate oh, it. Right. Uh, we do more frequent uh, appearances if, if it's this popular. This is great. We, yeah, we got to get that Sun Twin reunion. That'll be sp- the best way to end the summer. Uh, on a beach, I ate a beach bar somewhere. Yeah. Right, right, right. You got to have flip flops on. Like that's right. Going. Yep. Damn right. No doubt. Fake palm trees. The whole deal. Looking forward to it. Thanks, boys. Later, bro. Later. All right, there he is, Lombo at Matt Lombardo NFL. Correct. Correct. So he's going up in the world, and we're staying status quo, huh? What do you mean? You were on NBC Ten today for an oh, hour. Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah, what are you talking about? Aton's selling uh, <laughs> motion detectors. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, get out of this business while you can. There's no money in sports. Barrett <laughs> oh. makes more in a, a week playing for the worst team in an injury settlement than he would in an entire career in sports media. Nothing. Sports media, man. I, I enjoy it, though, man. I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy it. You know, well, that, being yeah. a- and that's why people will always squeeze talent because right. this is the rare. Like, do you think people grow up and say, you know, when I get older, I would love to cover a senator or I would love <laughs> to cover a president? No, people don't want to get into It's like, okay, you know, that may be the best job available. Nobody wants to cover the majority of stuff they do except sports. Right. The people that are in sports are sports nuts. You never lie to me. Usually, that, yeah. So when you when when you when you do get involved with this, they take advantage of you because all right, you know number one, they know that you're a fan at heart. So they twist on those those heartstrings, like, all right, you mm-hmm. really want to do this. I mean, I, I can go find somebody that's twice as young as you and twice as cheap as you. Right. You know what I mean? Twice as good looking as you. And you know what I'm saying, to, to fill your role. And 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 that's how they negotiate. There's no mm-hmm. negotiating as far as talent, like you have enough talent. No, it has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. No, nah, man. I'm telling you. Got an agent in three months, was able to do more outside of sports than having agents in a decade <laughs> worth of sports. Is that right? I'm telling you. It's it's amazing because nobody gets it. They just think that it's the rantings and ravings of a maniac whenever I bring this stuff up. But nobody understands. Like There are three or four agencies that really staff sports, especially the bigger it gets. Mm-hmm. Right. You've got CAA, you've got max talent and maybe like two that rotate throughout. So you're really battling already a very Who's Lev Seltzer work for Matt. No, well, the, is he, he max? Yeah, he, he is. is max. OK, because yeah, that's he, yes. Sid Rosenberg's guy. Right. And yeah. look, I mean, Lev's Lev's great. He's Rodney's with Max. So oh, know, okay. Max is M-A-X-X, not like a name Max. Oh, OK. But, and, and you know, Mark is the guy who's created all of that. But. And credit to him and CAA and everything else. But like CAA, for example, you've got, you know, there was a stretch where you would have somebody on TV talking about a player and everybody would be repped by the same agent under the same agency. So the person on television is also repping, you know, repped by the same agent who they're talking. It's like Barrett and I being repped by the same person, Mm -hmm. Barrett playing, and I'm talking about Barrett. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. I'm telling you, right? And people that's were knocking deep. like Jay Z and others were trying to get in this game. And it's like, hey, I just appreciate anybody for opening this up and allowing more people to be involved in it. But it, it's wild how how short. I don't know. It's just something, an observation, to say the least. That's all. Well, you know what? I tell you what, man. Uh, practice was only an hour and twenty minutes today. Mm. 
if yeah. I had that, and it was only 70 degrees outside. Well, I'm seeing that they are notoriously short practices from yeah. Sirianni's group. Why is that, do you think? I, I think they, happy. they <laughs> that too. Don't lie to Barrett. That, that too. But I, I think it's more so that they go out there and they go about their work. They get it done. They, they mm-hmm. hustle the drills. They go full speed. They don't play around. One thing in between the lines, they're not BSing around. They're actually going full speed. Even though they're in shorts, they're going full speed. They're running. They're running to the ball. Defense is, you know, saying gang tackling, you know, or trying to strip balls. You know, they go about their business the right way. And, you know, I guess that's how they're able to get their work in because they don't they're not out there playing around. You know, they're 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 out there making it happen. And at this point, you know, what I mean, I, I can't be mad. If I would have been playing right now, I was born way too. I was born 20 years too soon mm-hmm. because if I was 20, if I was maybe 10 years, 10 years, I'd still be playing right. I'd be in year like 22 with this practice schedule. <laughs> You'd be like Tom Brady. Brady exactly. Right, right. 44 I mean, years old. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so easy out there. I mean, of course, you know, these guys are bigger, stronger, and faster than when I played. You know, you got guys like Jordan Malata, six foot eight, uh, 400 pounds, can run, you know, like a late freight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's, he's, the type of athlete you look at is just – it doesn't even look right. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't even look like it's real. Mm-hmm. When I look at him and watch him move, he doesn't look real. I'm thinking to myself, what if he had a nasty streak in him and he didn't want to pick up that damn ukulele? He is could he be all player? world. No, I don't know if he plays now. Not I don't sure. know why you're anti-ukulele. Because, man. because it's, it's a soft instrument. It, yes, it just doesn't look manly when you're playing. Six it, do, eight, it does when it's like there's some 350-pound Samoan dude playing it. Well, no. no uh, this is the way it looks. This this the ukulele. This is the way it looks right here. Frozen. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's what it looks like. No, right. I, I, Harry, I think we need to meet you halfway here, which is you're, you're on the right track, maybe the wrong train, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> nobody in their right mind will step to Jordan Maialata and question right. his playing the ukulele. But from a distance, eh, I don't necessarily know about that. <laughs> hmm. You know what? I would in his face simply because well, I, I, don't, okay, I don't think he's tough. Barrett, I mean, Harry and I could go into one of those big man costumes where he's standing on my <laughs> yeah. shoulders and we still wouldn't be as big as <laughs> right. So what if, what if he smashed the ukulele like uh, Pete Townsend would smash his guitars after a song? Like he'd play you know, uh, whatever, little song, and then he'd smash it on something. Still Would that make it more manly? The, no, I still can't get past the ukulele. He'd smash it over Andre Dillard's head. Yeah, see, I don't I don't have a problem with that at all. What if his pregame was him coming out? Like, didn't the honky-tonk man used to bat a little guitar? The yeah, honky-tonk yeah, man. That yeah. was back in the day. There we yeah. go. He used to there bash people over the head with it? Yeah. All right, well, what if Violata came out, and before every opponent, He'd run to midfield and they would have the makeshift mascot of whoever they're taking on. Mm-hmm. And the first and only thing he'd run out there, take that ukulele, swing it in around like a lasso and yeah. then bash the hell out of the head of whoever the mascot is. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, yeah, nobody's questioning that ukulele thing anymore. I like uh, the ukulele. I don't like it. Do you like the sound? Yes. The ukulele makes. I do. 
Maybe that's what I'm having a hard time figuring out is how you can support the sound. Mm -hmm. The ukulele is like a, a super poor man's. It's a below poverty man's guitar, Harry. And you are a you're wow. a music guy. When I say a ukulele, I think of five and below. You can get that at five and below. Five and below. <laughs> My God. You're just totally disrespecting the island communities. <laughs> Man, I'm I sick. We need to get Vysica Hem on to talk about a ukulele. Well, Vysica Hem, he he twirls fire and and, and 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 right. You know, he does that type of thing. You know, what right? I'm, saying? I'm not worried about Vi. Vi's tough. Vi knocked out uh, Conseco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you know, he's a tough little guy, bro. Ninety-one LSXer says ukulele, not Yuki Washington. No. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> great reporter, huh? great, great anchor. Huh? Love you. One of our just retired. He's like a friend. A, two years ago, right? Ah, uh, I thought he's still on the air. Uh, I think Is he's it? still out there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Come on, man. I know he works for the competitor, but you can't throw him like down oh. like that. You can't, bro. He's a legend. Been making, he's been making millions for years, years and years. Yeah. He's bank, man. Right. He's right. Bank. I want his agent. And you know he's related to Denzel Washington. I did Seriously. not just, just wait five minutes. He'll tell you. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. He's okay. somehow related to him. You see the but, resemblance? Yeah. Wait a second. Here's the thing. Can you really fault him? Like, if you no. were related to Denzel Washington. Of course. I've been saying it every 10 minutes. Right, right. You know, let me tell you about this film. I was sitting over at Denzel's right. house. We we're right. watching this right. game. You, you know we're cousins, right? Yeah, of course. I, I'd be the same way like it was The Rock or Kevin Hart. Yeah, you know. Hey, can't you see? Exactly. Me and, Ke me and Kevin Hart, we look. We we look the same, don't we? Right. You know? yeah. The rocks, he's, look, see the eyebrow? I think eyebrow? they're there. <laughs> All right. I'm we got a Thursday football coming up tomorrow. We're going to have to get some people on from this game, right? Maybe we get Nui on. I don't know. We'll figure this thing out. Barrett said, get uh, Charlie, Batch. Charlie Batch. Oh, yeah, Charlie Batch. I forgot about that. Now, are you at practice tomorrow? No. I am here. All right, right here. Until tomorrow. he gets a text from NBC10. And we'll be like, where's Barrett? Gotta go, gotta go, man. Gotta go. And, and my fault. I should have called, but I, I just, I mean, they told me I, my hair was, I still had hair growing up because I was going to wear a hat today right, on the right. show. I could put a right. hat on today for the show. But I had to, you had to shave it up. Yeah, I'll man. You, I'll send you one of these new razors I got. You'll be, you'll be golden. There we go. Skull shaver? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's braces thing. This okay. Is something different. All right. All right. All right. We're back tomorrow, Thursday. See ya. Have a great day, everybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.